0: To are we there yet? In exploration and education in anime, I'm your anime idiot, Patrick Dugan.
1: I'm an anime expert, Dana Hollander.
2: And I'm Brenna McCullough, your anime seal girl in an anime seal world.
1: Oh boy. Oh.
2: Yeah, yeah, I'm doing that joke again because I fucking know nothing else about this.
0: That's fine. Hey, why are you watching classy Shubo shows <laughs> Uh, What's watch some anime.
2: I didn't make a podcast about watching Klasky Shubo shows.
0: (laughs) And you shot down my pitch when I pitched it to you. (laughs) It's
2: just so ugly. So what do we have going on this week? This week we're watching a recommendation from uh, Vince from the Kame House Party podcast that I was on and we ran the promo for a bit. Um, When Doug and I were on that, he recommended one uh, show called blue submarine number six and when i looked it up i had vivid flashbacks from my childhood and i just (laughs) wrote it down immediately i i it's it's like a sleeper soldier code word and as soon as i heard it something reacted in me and i just like all right i guess we're watching this now i know nothing about it despite those memories
0: excellent yeah. I mean, blue submarine number six is such an activation code. <laughs> exactly. Like, That's true.
2: Yeah, color, you got a number in there, you got like a pro- uh, proper noun. It's good. So uh, I'm going to presume neither of you know anything about it. No. Nope. That makes sense. Uh, I remember there's like some sort of seal aquatic creature. Thus, my as told by Ginger reference at the top mm. of the... P- yes.
1: Um,
2: But, yeah, uh, after looking it up a bit, uh, apparently the manga actually originally came out in 1967. So, right in my wheelhouse of (laughs) topical. Um, A little too recent for you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I don't like digging into this new kid shit, but. (laughs) (laughs) Bring me back the Charlie McCarthy dummy from the 30s. Uh. It's a real thing. Uh, And, yeah, so it was in, like, the 60s and then got, like, re-released in Shonen Jump in the late 2000s, or late 90s, so like at least 30 years later, uh, and then they turned it into uh, an anime. The
1: natural life of
2: a manga. Yeah. Just prolongated for
0: uh, 70 years. (laughs) (laughs) That's what One Piece is going for. Yeah.
1: (laughs) no gaps there, though. They just want to go the distance.
2: I mean, Oda said in theory it's wrapping up. Like...
1: In he theory.
2: Sa- he said it's wrapping up, but God knows what that means. So we'll get back we to it. We just hit the halfway point.
0: <laughs> so uh, we're like, winding down. Like, kinda. He said he's about oh 60% of
2: the way through at the current oh, story. fuck up. you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a thousand episodes and a thousand chapters of the manga, and he's about halfway, a little over halfway.
0: This is Oof. his Sagrada Familia. It will not be done until a century <laughs> after he's
2: dead. <laughs> God, it's we'll, we'll get to it in episode three hundred when we come back to One Piece.
1: Hmm. When we're out of everything else, but One Piece is still going.
2: The anime industry has completely died. It's going. We don't want to watch One Piece anymore, but frankly, there's nothing left.
1: It's all we've got.
2: It's all we got. We're in a media desert. <laughs> we're gonna find out about Chopper's doctrine. Mm-hmm. Oh God, he's I love a
0: podiatrist now.
2: <laughs> he's specialized.
0: There is an 80 episode arc, didn't you see? <laughs>
2: it was just him going to medical school again. It's probably
0: my favorite.
2: <laughs> I love these intros where we know nothing about the show and just tangent like wild.
1: I love marine biology.
2: Hey, that's that's something.
1: Aquarium, jellyfish. Mm. <laughs>
2: oh god. Let's let's get into this. Let's get into the submarine. Batten down the hatches.
0: My compatriots, do you want to talk about this anime with me?
1: <laughs> I, uh, my short answer, not really, but, um, <laughs> but
2: we're here, the so. The long I, answer, the rest of this podcast.
0: Yes. <laughs> I think I, we should talk ab- about this anime. <laughs>
2: It took me a second to realize what you're doing. I- I there really are, I think it's in episode two, there's really a scene where just the main guy's talking, and it was clearly, like, three different days that they recorded the, like, those three lines, where I'm just like, what? Mm, were these in different studios? These are all over the place.
1: Different times of day, so his voice is like, it sounds completely
2: different. <laughs>
0: Like I'm so used to, I feel like I say this every time we watch bad dub but uh I'm so used to modern dubs being all right for the yeah. most part and then watching a 90s dub is just <laughs> like someone recorded this in their
2: garage and mixed it in an afternoon <laughs> it and was, and was like
0: a bad ah, project A little
2: that's why it took 30 years to make into an anime
0: My notes, I can't tell. I still can't tell if the main character's name is Hayami or Ayami. Because they say it both interchangeably at every point.
1: I thought it was Hayama at first, and then it changed to Hayami. And I was like, okay.
0: (laughs) I guess we're rolling with this now. Maybe I was wrong.
1: I probably was.
0: They they probably (laughs) said
2: Hayama when they introduced him, because (laughs) they don't care. I... I had the Wikipedia page open the whole time, like to get the names for when I was writing the notes because it kept changing. And even like having Hayami up on my other monitor and then hearing someone say Hayami, I'm like, "Am I? Is this gaslighting? Am I being gaslit? Right <laughs> What's happening?" I'm so, going crazy. I truly, I wrote. Uh, like we're
0: we're talking a little bit ahead since we don't know any plots or introduce anything to listeners, right? But <laughs> I wrote down at one point another character's name as Kayami, and then I m- mixed it up because they were talking about the main character. They said Kayami.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. I think it's because I've spent too much time on the anime Twitter where people are just vitriol about dubs and subs and just like, just any dub is bad, guarantee. And I was like, no, no. You don't know suffering <laughs> like we do. <laughs> like, you can have a preference, but it's not innately bad if it's dubbed into a different language. But then there's this. (laughs) This one, though. Oh, no. (laughs) Alright, let's get into it. Episode 1 opens with some planes flying over an ocean, and we see them pass by some submarines, the titular submarine, and uh, they pass (laughs) by- Which
1: isn't blue! (laughs) (laughs)
2: Immediately fucking up. (laughs) I got problems with this color theory. (laughs) Uh, So we see, like, the submarines uh, kind of drift past uh, destroyed cities. Uh, This one's called, like, Tokyo. And um, it's just, like, all blown up and submerged and, like, post-apocalyptic. And uh, shit's fucked. So we see the submarines go down. And then we see a few people in, like, a dock area, uh, you know, trading, getting supplies, surviving with whatever they can. Uh And then we see uh, a guy and a girl in, like... Yeah, uh, I you know, like sailor uniforms. Um, walking around the city, exploring different buildings, talking about finding a freelance submariner. Which I, mm, is there a professional submar I mean, I guess that they're professional submariners. The phrase "freelance submariner" is just very <laughs> strange to me. It's a hobby. <laughs> I I converted this old refrigerator into a sub. I
0: can <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can pick up some nickels and golf balls from the bottom of the lake if you want. Yeah. Just let me twenty bucks.
2: <laughs> I guess that's kind of what I imagine. Oh god. Um, so they're looking for a guy and they're exploring all these abandoned buildings, uh, and the girl walks around the corner and bam, gun, gun on her face. Turns out it's the guy she's looking for, but he ain't. He ain't willing to work with anyone easy. He's he's troubled. He's an asshole. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he's got all this
1: He's his... hot. He's got that going for him.
0: <laughs> I only do jobs for money. Oh what
2: an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> um Okay. <laughs> what a piece of shit. Uh no, we get like she looks around and there's like bottles and like broken needles and a bunch of porno mags strewn around, so he's in his vices and he's he's trying to escape from something. He's running away. And he basically just looks like the main character from Outlaw Star, but without red hair. That one Okay. to me. That's a reference you guys get, right? Right? I'll right. look it up right now. <laughs> it's not important. <laughs> um we find out, uh, the girl's name is Miyumi Kino and she asks Tetsu Hayami to come back to the Blue Fleet Six. So I guess he worked with them before and now he's freelancer, so she wants him back. They're trying to fight a guy named Zorndike, who appears to be he, we see his picture on some of the magazines strewn about. about. So it's like, yeah, you know, Times Person of the Year magazine, and it's like Professor Zorn uh, Zorndike, and it's just like, oh. And then the uh, Hayami says like, oh this is all his fault. Why would I want to go after him? It's like, uh oh. Mm-hmm. So it's like, did he go from like per, Times Person of the Year to a war criminal? What what happened here? <laughs> <laughs> Weird to see him on a magazine, but eh. And uh, she says, like, oh, come on back. The captain's an old friend of yours, and, like, you know, we know you've been itching to get back into the game. It's like, he and now he's got beer and drugs. He seems fine. Um, and uh, he's a, like, he kind of shoves her off and just, like, get out of here. Leave. I want nothing to do with you. And uh, she still stays there, and while he's talking to her, he starts like monologuing. I kind of zoned out for it. He's just like... <laughs> <laughs> I do my own thing, and I, I, you know, why should I play this like mundane game of like, you know, search and destroy this? And I was like, I, I'm kind of just tuning out of here because he's he has a stereo on and he's just making it louder and quieter while he's talking. And i was just like, this is <laughs> which is about as good as the audio design gets in this show. <laughs> <laughs> I, the whole time I was just wildly distracted by that, so I kind of tuned out to <laughs> what do you say? Um, so we see, uh. Uh, what's her name? Kino, Kino, and, Kino and uh, the other guy whose name we don't get till the third episode, uh, return to the boat without him. I'm I'm sorry. He gives his code name, which is Mega Mouse. That's so all I, I
0: exclusively <laughs> called him Mega Mouse because Perfect. why would I call him anything else?
2: <laughs> That's his true name. Uh, <laughs> so they head back to the docking area and their ships, and uh, we cut to. A sub tracking something along the ocean floor or, you know, cliffside floor, wherever. It's not the ocean, per se. Uh, and something something's going after blue number six. They're not sure what, but they're tracking it while it's tracking blue six. And then we see uh, little ships slash creatures. Wasn't sure at this point. Come out of the just big old white blob that's floating in the ocean. It just shoots out these like six little capsule things. So we see them. Uh, we see the blue six division. At their dock, uh, loading up on supplies and stuff and training with everyone that we saw earlier. Uh, And then all of a sudden, we see these six little creature things shoot out. And they ain't little. They're big old, like, mech, robot, submarine things. Um, But they're all, like, rusty and kind of crab-like. Spider-esque. Spider-esque. And, uh, who baby, that that early two thousand CGI. Mwah. Just... Uh, mm. this show reeks of Code Lyoko, and
0: it's
1: perfect. said it all.
0: Oh,
2: fuck, it does. <laughs> oh, boy. And, uh, yeah, so these big, like, crab robots jump out of the water and start attacking everybody. And they're just playing, like, it's clearly, like, a recorded voiceover of just an old man saying, like, mankind is a plague, and, like... Uh, through my work we will salvage the planet and like rebuild life and all this you know just very philosophical mad scientist sorta of, uh dialogue. And we see um while Kino's like running back to the ship uh with Mega Mouse I forget his name. Uh It's Mega like, Mouse. <laughs> it's Mega Mouse like, okay, Christian
1: name. <laughs>
0: Uh, it's then,
2: Mega Johnson Mouse I don't know why he <laughs> made his middle name Johnson, but sure <laughs> Sorry, it was disrespectful uh, Keno's running back with Mr. Mouse and um, people Please, are just
1: Mr. Mouse is his father, call him Mega <laughs> she, yeah. I can't win
2: uh, People are just running past uh, everybody, and th- this is one thing I liked where they're clearly in like the blue blue number 60 uniform and blue, I guess they are like the navy they are like the protecting force here in this ocean world now, and people running by like, hey, fucking do something about this. Help. <laughs> get in your fucking little boat and fight this thing that's about <laughs> to kill me, idiot. Because we've seen a lot of anime where like some big devastating things happening and like the main character is running towards it and everyone's just like, oh, excuse me, sir. It's like, no, that's like, look at his hair. That's the main character. <laughs> if I was a person in this attack right now, I'd be like, yo, fucking get on it. I don't want to die. Um, So everyone's running past them, and they're trying to get back to the uh, submarine. And then we see uh, Kino and her part... No, I just read that part. Even my notes are confusing. Um, And then we cut to... While they're running back to the submarine, it cuts to just, like, this collective of monsters talking. And they're saying how, like, ah, Blue Six is leaving. Um, We're gonna chase after it. And, like, there's just a real close shot of a parrot. And then it cuts back to uh, the Blue Six with the captain... No, what did I miss? Okay. I couldn't uh. tell you, honestly.
0: <laughs> this is some real mumblecore-ass shit, so the yeah. narrative is... Like, we don't get what the objective of this like whole war is fighting towards until like mid-episode 2. So, like, this is about as coherent as the
2: movie itself. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize for my notes. And for this show. Uh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so there was the big battle. It I, I skip over the stuff that's all visual because we don't want to talk about that. So my notes get very confusing very fast. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: it's also not very interesting to look at because <laughs> it <laughs> looks like late PS1, early PS2 cutscenes. Yeah, It's also I mean,
1: really hard to keep track of what's going on yeah. visually. Yeah.
0: I mean, they attack the city, the submarine leaves, I guess.
2: <laughs> it came out in, like, late 90s, like, or, like, the 2000s. Yeah, this 90s. was 98. So, like, this is, they could have been made on a PS1 for all we know. Um, <laughs> yeah, so the robots start attacking. Everyone loads up on the submarine that can. They go under. Uh, they have some sort of an, uh, some sort of an ocean battle. And as Blue Six is escaping, we see another submarine that was tracking the enemies follow behind and being like, "We got this, Blue. Get on out of here." They're like, "Thanks, pal." Uh, so the Blue submarine, uh, Blue Six, just is able to escape while the other guys handle it, the cleanup. And then on Blue Six, we see the captain greeting Hayami, and uh, they're saying like, uh, Hayami says the Phantom ship is coming. So ooh, ghost pirates <sighs> and. Then they get into their ships and fight the Phantom ship. I think. Yeah. God, i I really fucking gotta take better notes.
0: Yeah. The uh, Phantom ship is the monster ship with the like parrot and the shark thing.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. When we cut away and saw the monsters talking, it they're on this ship. We find out, um, and they're chasing after uh, Blue no- uh, submarine number six. And we see they're getting ready to go into a battle again. Kind of, fir- you know, now in the ocean and further away from the city. Uh, and Hayami takes the lead. He's like, I'll, I'll handle this. I'll take the front. And Kino's just like, oh, oh f- shit, okay. And hops in the back. So we got the co pilot and pilot situation. And then we see uh, Kino says they fight. Uh, she fights for her city because it's underwater now. So she's got a vendetta against the monsters, which makes sense if they destroyed the city. So we see them fighting, you know, another fight sequence with the robot ships. And um, right as uh, Hayami finishes them off. We see one of them, like, shoots out of the water and crashes on land uh, after he destroys it. So they surface as well, and Hayami gets out, and he goes over to the ship, and we see a cork kind of, like, unscrew from the ship. And just this big old ball of ooze slimes out, and uh, as we see the slime falling off the creature, we see it's this, like, yellow and gray sort of water girl that has, like, penguin markings on her. And reminds me of a seal for some reason.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So, what are the fish people in Zelda called? Because that's the vibe. Zora. I was
1: gonna... Zora.
2: Yeah. yeah. Very Zora-esque. Unless they, it's in Wind Waker, and then they turn into bird people for some fucking reason. That's the <laughs> Zelda podcast. We'll get to that one later. <laughs> um, so yeah, he sees this like seal girl kind of come out, and she's like writhing around, like struggling. Looks like she's having trouble breathing, which makes sense if they're a water person on lands and uh kino takes the gun out and just like all right let's finish this one off and get on back to that battle uh hayami who's the rugged tough guy you know lone wolf doesn't care about anyone he's like no let me save my girlfriend and picks up this <laughs> i've sealed- known
1: her for literally 0.2 seconds and I would do anything for her.
0: <laughs> she has an entirely different. <laughs> she species. has titties. I have to. I can see them. I can't her see yours. Are I'm, out. I'm, I'm, I'm on her
2: side. <laughs> Bam. Titties. yeah, it's like a seal creature, but then she's just got like weird small pink wings on her chest that just barely cover the nipples for thirty percent of the series. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so she's like writhing around trying to uh, catch her breath, and he scoops her up and starts taking her to the ocean. And while he does, he, she latches into him and bites him. Uh, but once he's able to get her back to the water, she's kind of, like, chills out and stabilizes. And just screams? Like, this Same. weird super... <laughs> big mood. Uh, yeah, just lets out this weird, like, really high-pitched uh, scream. And then just kind of swims off. And then we see, like, the sky rumbling. And it's kind of glowing. And Keanu's like, ah, oh, it begins. I was like, what? what begins so are we fighting the ocean is this sky? not
1: the beginning already <laughs> <laughs> had so... it not already started
2: <laughs> if this is the beginning i want to get off this ride it's it, <laughs> it's not getting better uh, and then we see the weird white blob thing that was in the ocean uh start fighting uh the blue six again like you know not sending out drones anymore it's fighting it itself and uh when they shoot we find out in other episodes they shoot the blue six shoots like an enzyme missile into the blob that gets rid of the weird organic barrier around it. So the blob is just like a shield around the weird aquatic mutant ships, and uh, behind it is this crazy mutant whale looking thing called Musica's. And uh, so they start fighting that because fuck the whales. Uh, and the uh, we see the whale. <laughs> this is one of my favorite parts. We see the whale do a backflip. To dodge the missiles?
1: <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> yeah.
0: It, God, it, <laughs> fuck! I, don't e- I can't even uh, express how bullshit this is.
2: The it just nimble creature does
0: a backflip. It's the size of the
2: skyscrapers around it, and then it's like, oop! Super nimble. <laughs> fuck your torpedoes! Do a barrel roll, uh, and we—but uh, as it's doing a backflip, it gets hit by another sub. Oh, this is probably where I got confused by notes. This is the other sub that was helping them before. Uh, and while they're taking care of the whale, this gives Blue Six more time to escape again. So uh, it looks like they won as Kino uh, waves to the guys that like saved them. Like, oh, thanks a lot, pals, like, as they surfaced. So they're all helping each other out. And then uh, she asked Hayami uh, why he let the enemy go. You know they're the enemy. They're one of Zorndike's creatures. You gotta kill them. murder. And he uh, he asks her, "What's begun?" And you know, looking back up to the sky with like the weird haze going on, and she says, "The destruction of every last one of us." It's like, "Thank you, Kino. That does not help." <laughs> Clarity is key in war. <laughs> uh, Just assume I've been in a drugged out coma for the last ten years.
1: Because Give I me pretty a break. much have.
2: <laughs> Throw me a fucking bone here, Kino. And then we cut to the monsters all cheering. And the leader, yeah, is this like shark looking creature. Says like, well done, Blue Six. But now they'll be careless and hit some sort of button. And I don't know who will get this, but the leader sounds exactly like King from Owl House. And I can't take this Mm. show serious. Not that I could before, but this (laughs) definitely broke this character for me. Because it sounds exactly like him um and yeah that's episode one
1: okay um this is probably gonna be really bad um i don't i don't know i don't know what happened so here we go <laughs> no I, really
0: I i will not fully... uh my performance after yours will be similar because i don't know what fucking happens.
1: <laughs> yeah like the first episode you could like tell what was happening you could follow it a little bit <laughs> like a little bit this li- these ones just completely lost me
0: <laughs> yeah cause they're like okay let's introduce the overarching narrative in episode 2 and it's like uh maybe lead off with that so we uh, know what the fuck you're trying to say cause right now it's nothing
1: <laughs> yeah um but so we see a dog and it's barking going crazy so it knows something's up you know something's gone wrong oh and we like pick up right where we left off and uh i i guess it's the blue is it the blue submarine number six <laughs> yes they're being attacked by more torpedoes from the thing from the from the phantom ship i put i put the big mech thing the one with all the furries on. It.
2: <laughs> <laughs> i also um, love real quick anytime they cut to the phantom ship and show all the monsters just the monstrous the, s- sound effects. The oh. monkeys. The
0: fucking always. canned chimpanzee noise that is always with like every 90's Nickelodeon
2: show.
1: Oh if they're supposed God. to be animals that would live in a like holy a, a world wholly consumed by water, why would there be monkeys? Like,
2: why would there be chimps? I pray to God someone has some sort of copyright or trademark on that chimp noise because they got to be making bank. Yeah. From this one alone,
0: where just, it's just used 40 times, Anytime <laughs> they just show the enemy. <laughs>
2: like, it always got me.
1: Uh, um. So, like, the general man receives a call, and they're like, hey, this isn't your turf. You guys should get out of here to safety. And then they just scoot on out of there. He's like, <laughs> but- alright, and then they <laughs> leave. Um... And then, that like ship that stays fires on the the enemies, but it like doesn't work out, and then the ship goes down.
2: Yeah, uh, I, I saw this guy's ship. I saw this kind of like get out of here while you can. We'll hold them off, and they sacrifice themselves. Yeah, who um, gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> yep.
0: But who can? Uh, no one will mourn for this captain we've known for ten seconds. I don't even know if we got his name. Nope. <laughs> nope. Probably not. We didn't um, get the main like, character's names. Yeah, I don't
1: even know the name of, like, this general man on the blue submarine number six. Captain. Um, Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, So we see a bunch of those, like, seal girls. um, And they were birthed, they're all birthed from those mech things. And they all kind of, like, help each other. Like, they all live in a hole. And they, like, they're like midwives for each other. <laughs>
2: I don't. I don't think they were being burned. I think they were like salvaging the bodies from the destroyed ships. So I think this is how they.
1: I mean,
0: that's where they live.
1: I don't. Know. I can't yeah. know what's Fight happening. About the
0: clarity of sorry, the sorry. Show. <laughs> because if if we say something wrong, that's our interpretation. They didn't give that's us enough clarity yeah, to say fair. otherwise. That's fair.
1: Yeah, but she like so the one we saw. She has red markings. All of the other ones have blue. That's how you can tell the difference. She's got special eyes. <laughs> yeah, she pulls one out, and I think it's dead. And then she like has a little freak out, and she like remembers Hayami helping her out of the thing. Um, and then, um, (laughs) hold on. (laughs) They're, they're, they're going back to the base. This number six is going back to the base. I -hmm. think
2: the blue dome.
1: Yeah. And then Hayami, Hayami like sees the captain man in the hallway and he gives him attitude for not staying to help the other ship. And then he just loiters in the kitchen until Kino comes to tell him to actually help around here. Uh, because the ship is in ruins, so we should help clean it up. And then we see a guy who has a mustache, and he gets he gets news that Tokyo is, has gone down. And I think that's the only time we see him. Um, and he like looks at a picture of his family.
2: Wait, is that not the captain? I thought that was the cap.
1: No, I think that's someone else. He uh, had glasses. He looked like he looked like um, fuck. He looks like a <laughs> he looks like a character from Full Metal Alchemist.
2: Ah, uh, okay.
1: The guy with the mustache,
2: King from Bradley. Final
1: yeah, that guy. Um, Okay, I said, I said, I think Tokyo was destroyed. I don't care enough to go back. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter.
2: It's
0: in the past so, now. Moving on. It was ruins before. Yeah, in, in its pristine condition, it was ruins. <laughs> yeah. Um. So,
1: uh, Hayami and Kino are repairing like the little ship that they were using before. And she says that they can't let anything happen to the submarine. It's very important that this submarine turns out okay for whatever reason.
0: Don't say that about a show when there's about 80 submarines you could be talking about.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's the titular blue submarine number six. This is the one. It's
0: not, though. They're talking about a different submarine. (laughs) They are?
2: I thought they were talking about blue submarine.
0: We'll get to it in the next one,
2: but it doesn't matter at this point. What about (laughs) the yellow one? Where are the Beatles?
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, the English sir.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oi, oi! What's all this thing?
2: <laughs> Just catty as hell. Um,
1: <laughs> pretty fucked up world we living in, it. Um. So then we see um big hybrid shark person talking to Daddy. Um <laughs> Papa. They all call. They all call Zorndike. They all mm-hmm. call Zorndike Papa. Yeah. Um, and uh. I thought this was a woman because of the voice, but who fucking knows <laughs> gender is a construct anyway. And this is a hybrid animal person. Um, but so they're like, Oh daddy, you should be so proud of me um, because I've done so well. And then Zorndike is like, be careful. And then a uh, shark hybrid person is like, I want to destroy all the humans. And then Zorndike is like, but I haven't told you to come home. And then they like throw a tantrum <laughs> and uh they're like surrounded by the seal girls and as they throw the tantrum all of the seal girls seal girls leave except for our seal girl and then they go over to the seal girl and they're like uh oh, you were touched by a human and licks their licks her ear and stuff it's weird
0: it was too horny
1: it was too horny it was really really weird. horny um and then uh Submarine number six comes in to dock at a big underwater military base, and Hayami is like, "Whoa, it's huge!" And then the the captain man is like, "You saw the blueprints of it, okay?" Um, and there are ships, uh, all over the world at this base. So, the yellow submarine from the British <laughs> folks must be there.
0: <laughs> it's in the background. Uh, we, it, if you uh, get a, a screenshot,
2: you can find it. It's a fun yeah, little Easter egg. You can see. Like you the can stair see car four men Avengers. with bowl cuts. <laughs> the blue meanies <laughs> walking around in the background in one shot. Don't tell anyone.
1: <laughs> you know who runs that one? Hmm? Sergeant Pepper.
2: Ah, there it
1: is. That was a good joke. A good joke. Um, <laughs> so then we see a bald man give an info dump to some military personnel. And he talks about how Zorndyke shifted the world's magnetic poles and it's fucking shit up and the world is doomed. That's all He says. But he says it so long. <laughs>
2: <laughs> He's, um, he just draws out that one sentence for a real long.
1: Time. Yeah, he could just say "shit's fucked." But <laughs> Sh-
2: you know, yo guys, this is fucked. Yeah. R- um, uh, real quick, in this uh, <laughs> sorry, in this meeting and in like other scenes, we see them smoking constantly, which I feel like is yeah. a terrible idea if you're under water with a limited air supply. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, we're pumping pure oxygen in here, yeah. so uh,
0: maybe don't light <laughs> oh, a flame. Please stop.
1: <laughs> um, so they talk about the plan to attack Antarctica because that's where Zorndike is like stationed. I guess that's where his stuff is coming from.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, that's where his magnetic
1: pole reversal machine
0: is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: um, and failure isn't an option because if they do fail, human life is doomed. Um and then the Atlantic Admiral uh she she's put in the Zoom call. <laughs> um and she's like confident about the Atlantic's abilities. And then Zorndyke takes over the feed.
2: Nani? Oh. Um, he
0: got the password.
2: Shit. <laughs> it was one. Um,
1: <laughs> password 1. Um and then he asks her if she's religious and she was like I was until you messed everything up. Now I need to not have faith, I guess. <laughs> Um, And then he talks about how much humanity sucks and that mankind would be destroyed at some point anyway. So he's just accelerating the process. What's so wrong with that? Um, And then he like the feed goes to static and the whole room, like all of the people in the room are just like, hey, hey, (laughs) we want to keep talking to the villain. (laughs) He had some interesting points. Maybe we should let the world be consumed by water. <laughs> he's so charismatic, he swayed me!
2: <laughs> I do love, though, he's, like, the big bad guy. He's just, like, some someone's drunk uncle on vacation in the Caribbean in, like, a Johnny Bahama shirt and, like, a straw hat. Like, he's <laughs> chilling. He's fine. Yeah. Um.
1: So we see some folks on the dock doing some stuff, including Mr. Mega Mouse. Um, and uh they like ask him about Hayami like they're like oh what's his story and he's just like uh I know his story and then we don't hear any of it (laughs) Um.
2: it's an interesting one too bad I'll never tell
0: (laughs) he truly did not know but he's like I want to seem like I'm on the
2: inside (laughs) uh yeah I super know (sighs) oh
0: yeah yeah we go way back (laughs) it's
2: a secret though I can't tell you is that where he gets the name wrong it's like yeah I know Hayami Ugh. Oh, maybe just, that'd like, be funny. He's huh? pretending to know him. <laughs> That's too smart for
1: this show. No. <laughs> um, so uh, then we see like some guys getting a ship ready, and then there's a little girl in a ship. I don't know what she's doing at all. And then she like hears. I guess she hears the 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 seal girls are like sirens and they sing. So she hears them singing and she gets really upset about it.
0: Yeah, she's just a human sonar machine that shows up in two scenes and plays no other factor. <laughs>
2: yeah so so because i have the wikipedia page open i'm looking at it it's like main character hayame basically like he's the protagonist and he helps the blue fleet that's it uh kino 18 year old girl that recruits hayame this 10 year old girl has like a paragraph of like a description of like what she is and like who what she does it's like who what because it's not know. in the text, it. so they have to put it in the <laughs> wiki.
1: Maybe it's in the manga, and the anime just did a really bad job. Just real bad thing. job.
0: That's what I'm thinking. I guess she's important.
1: Yeah. But so, Hayami and Kino are walking down a hallway, and Hayami is upset that the plan is to destroy other people. Does that make us any better than Zorndike? <laughs> and it's like, yeah, dude. He wants to destroy the entire planet. He's evil. Like, yeah. Bruh. He wants to destroy the planet and then some ad, some guys uh walk by with like what looks like a warhead and he's like a uh, warhead fucking stupid soldiers and then they get one of them gets mad at him and he's like you're selfish Hayami. he's not referring to something that is in the warhead looking thing. And Hayami rushes over to it and pulls back the blanket on top of it. And we get a glimpse of this nasty hybrid fish guy. And boy, what I wouldn't give to see more of
2: this. (laughs) I got some good news. This is
1: interesting.
2: There's a movie called the shape of water.
1: (laughs) Oh yes.
2: I was waiting.
0: I was like, when is the shape of water reference coming in?
1: (laughs) When do I get to see this man's ass?
2: Got yeah, a sweet boy um, named Abe Sapien waiting for you in a series called Hellboy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> both both sea creatures played by Doug Jones. Mm-hmm. Um so uh, <laughs> this this fish hybrid man, he's the only person to have made it back from Zorndike's lab alive. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um and he's he they say that guy tells Hayami he's like, It's your fault that this happened to him. His name is Katsuma. Whatever. Um And then we see that little girl uh the special little girl with her special ears <laughs> she's like wandering down this hallway and crying and kino is like what's wrong and she's like i heard singing and kino is like oh like the dolphins and she's like no dolphin song is yellow this was black and i'm like oh she
2: got synesthesia she
1: got synesthesia that's fun and cool <laughs> Why are you, why are you telling us interesting things about interesting people and then giving us this garbage (laughs) about Hayami and Kido? (laughs) Um, and then there's explosions. They're under attack and the big, uh, the big phantom ship rolls up. They want to destroy the base. Action ensues. Attempts to fight back and whatever. They're trying to open the gates, but the doctor man is like, don't open the gates. Just evacuate. I'm going to be here. I don't care. I'm sacrificing myself for some reason. Um, but Hayami takes a ship and tries to, like, go out and hold them off. And this is the part that I think Dugan is talking was talking about with the dub, where he's, she's like, yell, Kino is yelling at him to come back, but she's just like, you're so fucking stupid, oh
0: my god, don't go. Come back. <laughs> come you're back gonna to die. Yeah, she flips, like, six times. She's like, you you can't just fucking take our sub, we're trying to fight, you asshole, you fucking dipshit please come back <laughs> I love you the, the emotional changes in those two sentences go from like eight different places and uh, it hurts it
1: yeah um, so she's she's mad um, and then he's fighting and he like remembers the fish girl and he's just like oh is she here now fighting me um, and then uh, uh, he keeps attacking the base is falling uh, Zorndike zooms in to the uh, bald man again, skypes in, um, and he's like, "Hey, this was all inevitable, my friend. They apparently know each other. Will we get backstory on that? Mm, probably not."
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and uh, he's like, "Oh, this was all inevitable. Just accept defeat, give up." Um, and then the big, the big phantom ship sends big missile to the base. Big boom, explosion. <laughs> Um, And then Hayami is alone. I don't know what happened <laughs> He's He's, like, alone in his ship, and then he, like, sees something sinking down, and he looks horrified, and then he, like, uses the escape, escape, whatever, and he's, like, on a thing floating in the ocean, and he sh- sees the fish girl, and that's it. Yeah.
2: That's what happened. Is that <laughs> right. I feel like with the little girl wandering around crying. If I saw like someone crying and I lived in that world, I'd be like, "Yeah, I get that." Like I wouldn't Uh, even be like, "Yeah." What's wrong? I mean, everything. Uh, All
0: (laughs) (laughs) I live on a submarine at the bottom of the ocean because the Earth is destroyed. Why do you think I'm crying?
1: (laughs) I'm ten years old and I'm used in the military.
0: (laughs) How are you, Kino? (laughs) What's going on? Want to chat? What What are your hobbies,
2: dipshit? You got boy troubles. (laughs) I just want to see the little girl like smoking a cigarette with a glass of whiskey. Like, fuck it, we're all turning anyway. (laughs) Just (laughs) so (laughs) jaded.
1: I'm not gonna make it past ten years old.
0: My lungs won't feel this when I'm dead in a week. (laughs) (laughs) That'll be hilarious. God. Uh, Okay. Let's let's cap this off. Let's wrap it up. uh, My favorite (laughs) episode. So, um, uh, uh Hayami is, uh, I need to, to pause here and write <laughs> right. down the characters' names because they are written so many fucking different ways in my notes. I just need a consistent. Hayami. And what's, what's, uh, a girl, she shows Kino. up once in this episode. Ki- Kino. Oh,
1: Kino, yeah.
0: Alright, uh, perfect, cool. I, okay, so. Good to go. Uh, we see Hayami adrift in, in the water and just the shittiest voiceover. Like, (laughs) like we cut in between like him drifting in the water and you can hear the ocean. And then when this voiceover comes in, it just cuts to silence because they couldn't fucking layer over the voiceover (laughs) over the ocean. So it's just, (sighs) I didn't do it. (laughs) It wasn't me. It's just fucking so bad. Okay, so, um, talking about like, oh, I didn't do it, he's adrift at sea, and we get flashbacks to him joining the Navy, and it's him and his buddy, uh, fucking what's-his-name, who cares, uh, being like, oh, yeah, we're, we're joining the Navy, we're gonna fight back, ha-ha. Oh, uh, uh, did you, you check out this photo of Antarctica, there's, there's, there's like palm trees and stuff there, we gotta go check that out. Uh, and they go... Uh, they go to Antarctica to scout ahead they uh, see the the phantom ship they crash the partner dies and Hayami uh, ejects and uh, lives with guilt so that's where we're at uh, as he's about to like drown in the ocean the fish girl swims up and saves her and he wakes up on a piece of wreckage from the blue uh, base yeah Yep. yep. Cool. Um, so uh, he's like, oh, great. I keep ending up having to be saved in the ocean. Uh, moody, I'm so emo. I mean, was um, twice, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, the fish girl is there, and she brought a fish for him to eat. And he's like, oh, I saved you, so you saved me, huh? I'm going to eat your friend the fish here. Ha <laughs> ha, that's just a fun little joke, because you don't speak English. That's just for me. So- That's- <laughs> <laughs> that one's for me <laughs> um so yeah he's just rambling about that uh, oh why did Zorndyke do this uh, blah 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 uh, and he's just like camped out the fish girl's just watching him uh, just a lot of meandering uh, I sure. like that
2: he was cooking the fish and he had like a pot going over a little stove I was like where did you get a pot you're stranded <laughs> in the ocean from the
1: wreckage <laughs>
2: It was just, it happened
0: to be floating next to this giant hunk of metal that is just floating now. Um, But yeah, so, uh, of course, naturally, an army of uh, fish people like the girl show up, and they're mad. Ah, my harem
2: anime is starting. Oh no! (laughs) I wish that's what this
0: was. (laughs) What if it just took a hard turn into hentai right here in episode three?
2: I expected it. <laughs> <laughs> I counted them.
0: Uh, so we're back on Blue Submarine number six. They're like, oh, repairs are made. We, we escaped the attack. Most most of the subs that are going on this mission to destroy the base at the Arctic survived. Uh, so we we got to just keep chugging along. And, uh, we see, uh, Kino is sad that, uh, is presumably dead, and Mega Mouse is like, oh, fuck that dude, he sucks. Sure. Cool. (laughs) Great scene. A lot of context. Okay. He's right. (laughs) Um, we see, as they head towards the base, the mutant guy in the tube is mad. And, (laughs) cool. Alright. We just... I'm bouncing because we just get quick flashes to scenes that are like, uh, here's something. And it provides no additional info. And it's like, cool. Great. Um, so, uh,
1: thanks for that.
0: So, uh, they drive this drive, the sub, they, <laughs> they, uh, go on a little road trip to, um, a sunken nuclear submarine. And they're like, okay, so this is our payload for the mission. Uh, this thing was scuttled however many years ago, but it's still loaded up oh. with nukes. So we're going to just steal this, and uh, we're going to drive it over there and blow up the thing. So I think this is the submarine They're saying, oh, we have to keep safe uh, in the previous episode. Because oh. it's truly their last... Like, if they lose these nukes, they can't destroy anything. Um but yeah, so it doesn't matter. I don't know why I felt the need to elaborate on this <laughs> show. Um, I've already so, forgotten. So uh, Hayami is about to be killed by all these fish people and and a big whale friend shows up. <laughs> it's uh, it's one of the whale things that they fought in the first episode, but it can talk, and it's friendly. It's like, mmm, I am the sage wisdom of this show.
2: Ah, <laughs> uh, you saved a fish girl, so you are the only hope for humanity. <laughs> you chill. I, that's like the only note I have for this episode of like ah mysterious telepathic whales. Where would we be without you in our stories to mm. progress the plot? <laughs> ah, delicious. Ah, I love a good trope. Is, <laughs> is
0: that on the bingo card anywhere, Brendan? I, it, sh-
2: <laughs> it should be. It I've seen it at least in five other anime. <laughs>
0: uh, but yeah. So he's like, mm, pop up into one of the holes in my head, and I'll give you <laughs> I, a ride. I hated oh, this. Oh, fucking so trip nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, as they go through, he's like, ah, uh, so yes, I, uh, uh, I've i uh, give you my backstory. We were given <laughs> sentience and uh, we're told to destroy, but we we thought about it for like a minute and we're like, why? <laughs> so Just then we
2: stopped. Nice. <laughs> cool. Cool. <laughs> It's like making a robot that can feel things It's like, why the hell would you do that? What a, what a terrible idea. <laughs> but
0: like, he's like, okay, so we were bred for war and we were giving sentience by uh, uh, Zorndyke. And then we just one day went, wait a minute. Hey, hold
2: on. <laughs> hey. I think he was saying the early prototypes like him gained consciousness, but the later ones they like bred it out of them. Like how early PS3s had backwards compatibility, and then all the rest ones didn't. He's an early PS3. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you.
0: Now I yeah. understand the show.
2: There you go. <laughs> ah, the, <laughs> the prisoner dilemma.
0: I got it just from that. Cool. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, so um. Uh, uh, we see uh, Street Shark in the Phantom... <laughs> ship, and he's like, ah, the the fish people saved a human, those traitors. Uh, we also have nukes now, I guess. Time to destroy the humans with them, because they're their own creation. Ah, ironic, huh? Sure.
1: Ha
0: ha ha. So, we see Blue Sub number six, trying to, it's at Antarctica, it's going through ice caves, making its way uh making its way downtown
2: yeah. <laughs> <was thinking>
1: Fast, <laughs> face is passing its home yeah
0: <laughs> um and they they're like oh this uh an enemy whale is coming up on us uh we we gotta get ready to attack um uh sorry I'm
1: <laughs> 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 yeah. I fell asleep toward the end of this one I can't help yeah.
0: you. <laughs> no I know what happens but um i i in the whale fuck <laughs> just this is in so insane wh- trying to parse out okay so in the whale's backstory mm-hmm. we learn that basically they figure out uh zorndyke uh right wait, no fuck me <laughs> no this comes later fuck okay <laughs> okay you so. can
1: tell in any order it doesn't I matter just like, okay. okay
0: so basically they figure out Oh, Zorndyke doesn't really want us to destroy humanity. He wants us to see, oh, there's a sentient race of things. Maybe we should learn to not try to kill them, even though this dude fucking bred them to kill us. Okay. So it truly becomes the prisoner's dilemma of, okay, the, uh, everyone wants to kill each other, but the answer is you just don't kill each other and then you'll be fine.
1: <laughs> Who'da thought? Oh. <laughs>
0: And, but, so yeah, the sub sees the whale coming that has Hayami's trying to return him, and they're like, alright, let's fucking murder this thing. And they fire missiles, we see, like, explosions above the water, and then just a very dying whale.
2: Just, this spraying
0: out. Like, the, it, you, Listener, pause our episode. You need to go see this scene because it it truly doesn't make sense. They fire torpedoes. We see we get like two very small silent explosions, like on the surface. Just like pow, pow. cool. And then just a fucking massacred whale of just the they didn't want to animate this thing getting blown up, so they're like, Okay, let's cut some corners and here, have some gore. And it's like okay, great, cool. Now we're in the corpse of a dying whale thing.
2: <laughs> oh God! I mean, hey, I wouldn't want to animate this either. I'd be fine. <laughs> just
0: yeah, it all no, screen. I, I don't blame them. But just the way they the way this cinema came together. (laughs) It's
1: just dog shit. Because that's what it is. Cinema. Cinema.
0: I truly get the sense that they're like, hey, we should make this a movie, right? Oh, no, this thing sucks. Chop it up. (laughs) We need to give people breaks. Um, You gotta pause it. But the whale is like, oh, return to your people. I'm dead now. And dies.
1: Take her to the moon for me.
0: (laughs) Uh, so Hayami goes back on the ship. Uh, Kino takes a, sm- a mini sub out to get some. We completely glossed over that their mini ships are called Grampuses.
2: <laughs> Absolutely forgot about that. Entirely like, forgot this about
0: show. Uh, solid comedy gold like that was ignored <laughs> until minute fifty because we can't fucking make out what's happening here. But um, he. Uh hiyami uh, gets back on the ship and he's like stop the attack we have to talk to Zorndyke if we just talk to him and be like ha huh, we figured out your riddle the war will stop and the captain's like hmm interesting fuck you i have a <laughs> nuclear sub we're gonna ram this thing into the the magnetic pole of the earth and that's how we're gonna save humanity and uh phantom ship is like all right let's fucking kill some dudes and that's where we end, and I won't I refuse to learn how this series ends. I was originally planning, I was like, oh, one more episode, we can watch this. The last episode is forty minutes, and the the hour and a half leading up to it made no sense. So I was like, no,
2: fuck you. I'm not giving you that closure. <laughs> I I mean, if we want to just go right into it, I watched episode four because
0: why not? See, I do want to know how it resolves. Like, I I need to hear it. I refuse to watch it. <laughs> so, oh, okay. Brendan, hey, can you, you know please uh, uh, bring it home for us? <laughs> so
2: Quickly. Kino and Hayami <laughs> go to Antarctica and find out. It's like the Savage Land in X-Men. It's like a tropical paradise because of things. And okay. Great. I, I think Zorndyke created a machine that dug down into the Earth's core... And, like, that's where the heat is coming from to make plant life. It, it Like, there's a machine going down into the Earth's core. And at the core of that machine is Zorndyke's heart. Because he opens up his shirt and there's just a big black hole where his heart is with all these machines going into it. <laughs> so, his plan was to reverse the poles on the planet. He didn't do it yet, but that was his plan. Um, and that's why they're trying to stop him. Turns out it was a bluff because he doesn't have enough energy to actually do it but he was going to trick the world governments into using the nuclear warheads to trigger the reaction. So if they blew it up, they would have caused his plan to initiate and ended up killing themselves. Hmm. And then he just has a bunch of other creatures on this tropical paradise land that are land-based. They're not water creatures, but they can also breathe in the water. And then he brings Hayami and Kino to this tree where it has three women growing out of it. So there's just tits on this tree and he doesn't uh. acknowledge it. Like... The tree is never spoken about, but it's clearly important.
1: This is my breast tree.
2: <laughs> <laughs> this is where we get the milk. This is my best breast tree.
0: <laughs> and the
1: harvest is plentiful this year.
0: Mm, well, the melons are growing nicely
2: this time of year.
1: <laughs>
2: uh-huh. And it's one of my favorite lines is Kino like has the gun at uh, Zorndyke being like, I'm going to kill him. And... Um, Zorndyck's like, you just have to learn to live together with these new creatures. And uh, Kino's like, no, they started this shit by attacking us. Fuck them. And like doesn't dispute that. He doesn't argue with that. So I don't know if that's <laughs> true or not, or if she has a point. Because if it if she does, that's a valid point. So, Didn't he make all of them, though? Like, it is his fault. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I mean. I don't know if that's what started it, or if they're just like, ah, monsters, and they, and the humans started attacking. But we don't know that, because that was in the past, and irrelevant. Um, And, yeah, like, they don't set off the subs. Um, he kills Zorndyke. And then the shark boy comes back and, like, starts getting mad. And then they start fighting a bit, but then start bonding a bit. And then oh. <laughs> Sharkboy yeah uh, scoops up one of the tears from Kino, and he licks it. He's like, "It's just salt water." And then he slaps her. <laughs> so I'm just, I, like it's a, it seemed like there was a bonding moment of like he was understanding her through the tear, like the that cliche. And then he just backhands her for it. I'm like, "What at what?" <laughs> and then he, wow. he rips off his collar, which I think is his voice modulator, and then just goes back into the water where. Uh, Miyuto, the seal girl, like, takes Mm -hmm. them and, like, goes back into the water. And she says, uh, Hayama, before she goes into the water. And that's it. That's it? (laughs) So, like, the warheads didn't go off and the poles didn't reverse.
1: Here's what happened. They tried (laughs) so much and they had a couple of interesting concepts and then they just didn't follow through on any of the things
0: yeah Yeah, this is just a tangle of loose threads
2: i will say it was one of the few showdowns i saw with the main character and the evil scientist where they're going back and forth about like philosophy where it really feels like zordyke's whole spiel was like unraveled and like at the end of it he's just like yeah i'm crazy like it's like huh you you seemed like you had good intentions for a minute minute there but by the end of that conversation, it seems like you just embraced the full mad scientist thing, huh? So I I, I don't hate the series. I don't hate this like OVA, this mini series for a lot of stuff. Not a lot of it's the story. I like the <laughs> jazz at the end of it. The jazz song in the credits. That's really out of place and weird. But it wasn't bad. But yeah, the stories. Like you it said, really tried something and it didn't accomplish any of it. Yeah,
0: it took a big fucking swing.
2: Like you said, I don't know if there's a lot in the manga that they just had to, like, condense or just left out or th- it's just not in the manga either or what. But, like, yeah, they fucking swung for the fences. And I really feel like the series would be, like, an inspiration for a child. Like, if a child sees it on Toonami in 2001 and, like, their mind is blown and they become an animator to themselves and start drawing stuff. And then they see it when they're 30 and they're like, oh, no. <laughs> Dang <laughs> it. My hero. My inspiration. Yeah, it's garbage. I mean, it's not... It's certainly not the worst thing we've watched, but because it's so condensed, we get all the madness of a, like a twenty-episode series in four episodes. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm.
0: I just googled it. Uh, this this anime is the inspiration for Deep Blue Sea.
2: Whoa, whoa, crazy. Is it? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like, see, I don't. <laughs> that's not out of the realm of possibilities at this point because when I looked it up, like on the Wikipedia page. Like, there's, like, reviews for, like, the manga is terrible. But then, like, there's a bunch of, like, uh, awards and stuff saying, like, the anime is one of, like, the 70th best anime of all time. I'm like,
1: who's reviewing this?
2: (laughs) Who are these people? Like, I... This is the
0: first time... I mentioned it, like, a couple episodes ago that I wish I watched the dub on something. This is the first show I had to pause... And switch to the sub for episode one, because, like, it was truly incomprehensible. Some of the dialogue <laughs> is mixed so poorly, you just can't understand them. A lot of yep. what the monster people were saying, they're so modulated and, like, trying to be edgy and cool, you can't hear what they're saying. So you need yeah. subtitles. But I I got through episode one, and then I was like, I, I need to just tune out, because I... <laughs>
2: I need you can't pay to be in English hard.
0: because I I can't I can't the king shark thing it has <laughs> it has rings on its finger that say fucking dub what, yeah dub life I I what I don't is, know I, I don't know what to say
2: his name is Ver yeah this was weird and and bad. Did we ever find out why the shark's name's Verg? No, but apparently his name's Verg.
0: I just Berg. learned his name is Verg. They don't fucking
2: say it. <laughs> oh. It's yeah. This this is clearly an ambitious project that certainly tried. I'll I'll say that. Ugh. So Ew. I guess we aren't there. No. no. Okay.
1: This one wasn't very good. Hey,
2: Fair enough. Ugh. Thanks for the recommendation, Vince. I pray yeah, you does don't he listen like to this. I don't know like you recommended
1: I'm, I don't I'm if you do I'm so sorry
2: whoops <laughs> like going Oops. back,
0: I kind of hope this is a oh I watched this forever ago and I thought it was great but if I go back now not so good but yeah. um I don't know I with this being ranked like the 70th best anime whatever the fuck they gave it <laughs> uh like I get panning and stocking things of like what yeah <laughs> this is so. Not for me. This is so designed for someone else. This is someone else's (laughs) perfect show. This is a lot of people's perfect show if it has, like, (laughs) accolades and stuff. But it's just such a dog shit show!
2: (laughs) Most of the accolades I've seen were praising, like, the animation. The CGI is rough. That's definitely dated. Uh, But, like, the animation and the music... I can't say I can't say like the voiceover the quality like <laughs> mm. this one's just it this one is rough. But like I guess the set pieces I don't know. They were praising stuff that definitely wasn't the story or the quality of the dub. So Yeah, I uh, I,
0: I assume no one has any Maybe they have like nostalgic love for the dub, but this is just objectively bad. So I like even separating it from the dub. Like, I watched the first episode mostly subtitled, and
2: it still didn't make sense. It was still <laughs> bad. I feel like, yeah, I feel like this is just fish version, even uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion. So <laughs> like we, we tried to go something huge, but we only had four episodes to do it. And it's like. <sighs> Oh, and the friend that gets captured and then comes back as a fishman, he helps them. He helps escort Hayami and Kino to the Antarctic and stuff. And like that's the only thing he does. He like waves to them in the ocean huh. and then swims off. Goodbye. See you. So like, thank you. So like, they're definitely setting him up for way more than he needed to. Yeah, it's it's yeah. Like I said, I've I've seen a much worse, but I've seen much better too. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, we made it through. Here we are. <laughs> here we are. Woo.
2: What do we got going on
0: next week? Mm, I'm surprised it took us this long to get here. Um, this was the <laughs> first anime I saw that I was definitely too young to see. Um, this oh. is definitely something that was on Toonami when I was like six and... Uh, I would see it at like friends' sleepovers. I was like, mm, "This isn't quite for kids." I don't know; it's a cartoon. I don't fully understand. I'm six, um, Ooh, but titrating. Yeah, we're gonna watch the first three episodes of bo Bobo Bobo bo It's
2: not. It's not where I thought you were going with the. You were too young for this anime. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I I'm I haven't seen it since I was about six. So uh, we'll we'll see how i mean it in a week
2: yep from what i remember it felt like rave master plus jojo so it's going to be a fun episode
1: a happy medium
2: i'm excited
0: <laughs> uh, if there's a show you would like us to watch you can send your recommendations to us are we there yet at gmail.com or reach out to us on twitter and instagram are we there yet on both you can find me on twitter and instagram at Mr. Patrick Dugan.
1: You can find me on Instagram at queen period and on Twitter at queen underscore
2: weeaboo and queen underscore weeaboo art. You can find me on Twitter at abtsbrendan. It stands for Almost Better Than Silence, which is a video game podcast I do. We've had Doug on before. We've had Vincent and Aaron on before. And sometimes I stream on Twitch.
0: Thank you to Camille Rui for her artwork, and thank you to Louis Zong for her theme song stories. You can find all of Louis's music at louiszong.bandcamp.com. Thank you, and we hope you'll join us next week as we learn to live with anime.
1: I actually can't live with
0: this one. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> I don't want to live with this one. <laughs> and humanity now.